You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello. I'm grounded. This time, we spent a little bit more time preparing. I was going to say, sort of, you were preparing. I was like texting. I almost said preparing. Yeah, preparing. Preparing. Preparing H. I I watched Andrew apply preparation H. Yeah. It was soothing. It was so good. I mean, I just like, I'm happy that my friend is now soothed. I do feel very soothed. He was like. It was, um. How was it? It was a preparation H competitor. That what was preparation the, J? All right, it was there was a preparation H competitor, but it was like a Stridex pad. Are you following me on this? Yes, I. What am was that called? Sucrets. I thought Sucrets was no. something you. <laughs> the, the, yeah. Sucrets are Sucrets are a lozenge, lozenge that you're gonna you're gonna Andrew. lower our production value with. Andrew, would you like a lozenge? No, I'm good. Thank okay, you. Cool. Um, what were those things called? They were called. Oh, I know. I, can, I remember because they were. They showed them putting on a match. It, as a child, I found it so fascinating, and God. then when I found out what it was for, I was very oh, confused. My God, well, okay, I'm going to Google pads, 
Hemorrhoid pads. For some reason, I want to say tux. Tux, medicated pads. Tux, medicated pads. Yes, I was right. All right, we're going to go. We're going to find the commercial because right. that's what we fucking do. This is what we do. Not Jay the Affordable Smoker. Sorry, Jay. We're not doing you because you didn't have anything good to say. No one is doing Jay the Affordable Smoker. <laughs> See what I did there? There's a video, Tux Pads, How to Use. Ooh, mm-hmm. This right. seems very self-explanatory. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, when the burning, itching, and soreness of hemorrhoids flare up, Tux medicated pads give you soothing, cooling relief on contact. That's, that sound is it burning your asshole. Get Tux from Park Davis. <laughs> it was a pad. Imagine wrapping a Stridex pad around a lit match. That's what that was. That's exactly what it is. But only instead of a lit match, it's a giant hemorrhoid. An asshole. An asshole. A hemorrhoid that is is giving you all kinds of trouble back there. It's ruining your Veterans Day. Yeah. Happy Veterans Day. All of you vets out there. All of you combat wounded veterans. All of you guys that sat in an office in the 80s in Kansas and now have fucking American sniper shirts on. Did you see anyone catch a case today over Veterans Day? I did not. Although I saw a few people who changed their work signature Mm. to bless our veterans. Somebody had their away message. In observance of our wonderful veterans, I will be out of the office today. <laughs> that was basically um, what it was. Not a lot of talk, not a lot of chalk talk about vets today. But I tried to I tried to talk about um, how maybe not all vets are heroes. And maybe, <laughs> I did. I brought. I was like, maybe some of them just wanted like GI Bill. Like you know, like I understand that at any moment you'll be called to grab the black rifle, as they say. And and go and fight, but if you're just like in an office, yeah, you're like I mean, making sure planes don't collide. Yeah, if you're just like a, if you like fuel planes or air traffic controller, I guess if you're are you part of the 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 machine? Like it's like in World War Two, where even if you like were the person that went around the houses and collected butter, you were part of the machine. Yeah, but we're not really at war with anybody. We are. I mean, we are. We have there's like 70 mini wars going on yeah, at any time. We, we have been at war. I, I did the math on this for the majority of my time on Earth. <laughs> of course. Which is fucking wild because I should be old enough that I age out of that. But it just keeps sure. fucking going. No, I, that's, I mean, that's, that's why when people get down about drones, I say, well, we could do it the way we used to. We could send in Delta Force. <laughs> we just just bomb a, like a ten kilometer or just square <laughs> thing, and it doesn't matter who dies, and just turn everything into glass. But instead, we put one missile through one window. That that window may happen to be attached to an orphanage at one mm-hmm. point, but whatever, you know. And then we we run down Al Baghdadi, and he blows himself up. So what are we supposed to do here? One, you know, I damned if we do, and damned if we don't. You know? I mean, you know my feelings on this matter. Yeah. Everyone come back home and let the entire world work its shit out. Please. This is this is something I believe wholeheartedly. The Israelis and the Palestinians will continue to fight until one or both parties gets bored <laughs> of it. Until the last rock is thrown yeah. by the last person. <laughs> it, it It's the same with the North and South Koreans. It's the same with, like, pick any, like vaguely map-based but really culture-based conflict, this conflict will happen until both parties get tired of it. Boston, That's and, it. Boston and New York. But it, it's fucking easily transferable as an example. Yeah. Boston and New York and Israel-Palestine are the exact same thing. 
Yikes, kind of. Um, <laughs> exact same thing, Ken. The, the precise one-for-one one, uh, right. same thing. The Seahawks and the Niners. Will happen until both teams get bored of it. Right. That's it. So just like, yo, everyone, pack your shit up and come home. Man, it's, it's enough with yeah, this. Yeah, let's close the borders. Is that what you're saying? I Sure. Listen, my my feelings on the borders are uh, binary. Either keep them fully open or keep them fully closed. I don't give a fuck. But if they're fully open, then don't ask me for anything. And if they're fully closed, ask me for whatever you want. It's kind of like the, it. it's kind of like the bathroom door. <laughs> yes, it is. Like if you're in a stall where there's a lot of traffic, like maybe like a like Target on a Saturday. And you're like, if I leave the door open, I shouldn't be surprised. Yes. But if I leave the door closed, don't ask me for anything. Precisely it. That is, it is exactly it. <laughs> there was a guy. Great. I don't think I told you the story. There was a guy who was really trying to get into. I had to relieve myself and the type of relieving yourself when you sit down. Okay. So I don't the wanna, good one. <clears throat> the good one. But it was in Target on a Saturday and it, the, the moment struck. Yeah, that's bold. It, it, well, how else am I supposed to go? I mean, I guess I could squat in the men's, really in the men's section and shit in a boot. <laughs> but I, so I went to relieve myself and I was fine. And then this guy knocked on the door and I said, occupied. And then he tried the fucking mm. handle and I said, occupied. And then he walked away and then came back and tried the handle again. And I said, someone's in here. Jesus Christ, patience. <laughs> and the dude next to me started laughing. I was like, what's your deal? I just said, like, out loud. I was like, what's your deal? I'm going to be another five minutes. And then he just left. I was like, that guy must have really had to take a shit. Wow. The guy next to me is just like, hur, 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 hur. Uh, As long as we're talking about our strange experiences with men. All right. Today. Yeah, here we go. I uh, I didn't have anything to do earlier mm. in the day, and that's fucking dangerous. Or anyone. To do. I didn't have anyone to do. Oh my God. So, if you catch me here, and I got nothing to do, and it's like a Monday... I'm going to just go spend money. And that's stupid yeah. and I shouldn't do it, but I did. So, you know, went and got a coffee, went to fucking Whole Foods, got, you know, the that's whole nine. That's fine. Um, Nothing wrong with that. But then I ended up at Harbor Freight. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's no good. That's, <laughs> oh, that's no, no good. Um, but I needed one specific thing. I needed a bench vice. Yep. Fine. 20 bucks. Get me in. Get me out. Um, but it's Harbor Freight. And you can't just go in and buy a bench. You're gonna fucking stroll. Me like, oh, you know Ooh, what? Cans of Sterno. Yeah, oh, I was wow. I was working with my shit yesterday, and then my knees hurt. And maybe I should just get those knee pads. I always feel like I need knee pads. Working but with stupid. your shit. Please you explain know? working with I your will. shit and needing knee pads. <laughs> I will. Um, so uh, whatever. Like I amassed this whole mental shopping list, and then I'm like, fuck it. No, this is stupid. And I get I just get my bench vice. And I head towards a register. Oh my God, I'm like, is... ooh, an angle grinder for only like ten dollars. This huh? is so BDSM. You are so fat life right now. <laughs> so I, oh my uh, God. I'm walking towards, and then this guy walks up, way too close. <laughs> and okay, so you know this is a Home Depot thing. Like it's a fucking oh, Home Depot. Wonderful. All right, cool, got it, understood. Like, hey. uh, I, I, I'm holding knee pads. You know, like this is my own <laughs> fault. Um, but he comes over and he goes, "Hey, man." Do you have a coupon? Oh, my God. And I'm like... Um, For what? Yeah, wait, what? No, I'm sorry, I don't. Um, and he goes, For no, head. no, 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 here, take this coupon. It's 20% off everything. One. Like, really, like, clandestinely. Wow. And, like, hands it to me. And I'm like, oh. And it's... But it's not, like, a coupon, like, that you're supposed to hand out. 
he just went through the paper and cut out these coupons oh, and had God. a stack of them and was just handing them out for some reason. So I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. Secret coupon guy. Yeah. And I wow. start to walk away. I was like, hey, man, hey, man. And I'm like, what? And he hands there me another comes. one. And he goes, here, give this to somebody else. And I go, oh, fuck you. Okay. Pay it forward. So oh. here is your Harbor Freight coupon. Oh, my God. All um, right. Let's see. <laughs> wow, this is... This is disturbingly crumpled up. Yes. <laughs> this is a little sticky, too. Um, hey, that's hey. been in my pants for a while. Um, oh, 20% off Veterans 20% Day. 20% off. It's only valid today. Yeah, so you got to get over there quick. Hundreds of deals. Um, so free, Did you get your free flashlight with any purchase? No! What? God yeah. damn it! So it's right here. Motherfucker. Free like, I need another flashlight. I have 200 flashlights in this house. No, but this uh, one is a metal flashlight. And I got it gets... flashlights that go on my head and my hands and my guns. And my, you know, like I got flashlights. I got flashlights out the ass. This says 20, 2012 customer reviews, six stars. Wow, six stars. More, it's more, one <laughs> more than incredible. five for a flashlight. Like it either does or d- does not do its job. You know, I haven't even gone through my bags. Maybe they just put it in there. Doesn't seem like it, but maybe. Hey, you want a, um, uh, oh, a super coupon, only $7 for a 3 by 5 American flag with embroidered stars. Also, six stars. That I did get. Save 64%. You did? I did. I'm wow. going to hang it right here. Um, Lee Greenwood, now on the board of the Kennedy Center. Did you know that? I don't know. I, 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 what does the Kennedy Center do? I'm, I'm unclear. Honor people, Great. Sounds, sounds useful. How much am I paying for this? A lot, because it's, for some reason, a government agency, just mm. just like the NTSB, but mm. only instead of investigating disasters, they investigate music. Mm, fucking wonderful. Or whatever. Um, so I got my knee pads. Yeah, they were did. They were real cheap. Oh, and so the thing that I was doing yesterday that I needed knee pads for was I bought a 3D printer, and I don't really have a place for it yet. It's on top of my gun safe right now, which is not a good idea, but... Um, Wow. So I was crawling around on the floor all night last night, like, trying to troubleshoot it and get it to work. And it, it has worked, but my knees, and they're all <laughs> bruised up now. So Really? Yeah. You're so did you use them for anything else? Just that. No, just that. You're sure? Yep. End of bit. Just that. You're sure? <laughs> this is... Oh. oh. Well, Andrew, we have some oh, audio from... I'm going to 3D print a cat. Oh. We have some audio from Harbor Freight earlier. Oh, that. really? I, I, I hate that you're lying to me, but I found out the truth. You get a security video. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. That's a good deal on a, on a Gerstner chest. I do like the bear. I love that you are... He's still able to surprise himself. He's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's the best yeah, when it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. If I went to a public bathroom and just played this, that would be the best. This is with himself. I haven't, I haven't enjoyed jerking off like this since I was 15. Yeah, maybe if somebody gives you a few thousand dollars for it, you might get there. Yeah. How much do you think you get paid for this? I would say like, oh my god, I would say like 500 bucks. 500, yeah, I was thinking like 500 bucks, that makes sense. <laughs> but times, however many, oh, we should ask him, he's fucking, he's downstairs. Steve, oh, he has his fucking AirPods in. 
You got those new ones, those noise canceling ones. He got the new. Now he he might as well not be here. He, I saw him. Wear, he pulled into the parking lot. And he was wearing them while driving. I said, "Look, the cop's going to be behind you. Not, you're not even going to know." And he's like, "I'm a good driver." I believe him. And acted annoyed that he had to take him out. I was like, "You are really milking it here, man." Plus, how could you afford them? We're pay, How much are we paying you? You got an apartment with lawn. It's fine. Two, two different bedrooms. They're not living together. I don't think. Lon looks a little bit more well rested. Maybe a little smile on his face lately. I think they have like a romance, a budding romance. But I don't think they want anybody to know about it. I think that's cool. Lon's got yeah. Lon's got his things. You know, he was very so when you were to, we, uh, when we rec- after we recorded last week, we all went out and he was really grilling you about being in Oklahoma. Yeah. He was like, so what, what are they? Did what? they mention me? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was, he was like, so like, what did they talk about? And he did the same thing when he talked about Waco too. He's like, so who did they mention? Uh, like who what, was there? What was the footage? Um, did they have any shell casings? Uh, did they do any investigations? <laughs> and I was like, because that was his home office when he lived there. Mm. And he missed it. I, I, we didn't, he got really quiet when we were like, why weren't you in the building that day? He was like, oh, it was like. He's like, I think I'm going to get us some drinks. I was shooting a <laughs> nine-year-old in DeKalb. Yeah, exactly. I was outside a blockhouse. I was in a blockhouse. Uh, speaking of Oklahoma, mm. I am surviving the game in Manhattan, Kansas Whoa. this week. So You have some Manhattan clam chowder. I'm flying into Kansas City uh, and then driving a long way to Manhattan. So wow. if, if you're trying to party, hit me up. Wow, you're driving. The, uh, the LSD missile silo is right where I'm going, which is My very God. exciting. I think I might try and get a tour of that. That's so good. Yep. Wow. I'm... If, uh, if you're not familiar with this, just go ahead and Google LSD missile silo. It's uh, it's not a long story, just a fun one. I Well, I will, I will uh, one-up you. I'll see your missile silo, and I'll raise you the Otis Elevator Company test site, mm. located in Bristol, Connecticut. That's great. And it's an 18-story tower. That they test elevators in. Maybe that's why that piece of metal is always in the elevator when you get in every week. It's just it's a test. <laughs> I think so. The piece of metal had something very strange on it last time I was there. I don't know anything about that. Oh, my God. Now I've just, And ever since it came out that Epstein didn't kill himself, there's a lot of... I've seen a lot of that, that people are really propagating that. Yeah, I'm actually over it now. You think you, you, think you killed himself? No, no, but I like it's it's become a thing where it's... I was hoping it would be it would bring people to action, but it's just like a goof that people are having now, and it's just it's like, almost like people are uh, like don't know what else to do, so they'll just make fun of it. Yeah, exactly. Because it like <laughs> once it becomes something you can like chuckle about, then it's right. whatever. It's like it's just not in your brain anymore. I think that there was a man there, but he did what Gunnery Sergeant Hartman did in Full Metal Jacket, where he's like lean forward and choke yourself. And he had the opportunity to not lean forward. But he did, effectively killing himself by leaning forward into a man's hand, hmm. ready to choke his life out. Hmm. That's what I think happened. Okay. So technically, yes, he did. But the instrument was a man. This is a, <laughs> it's a wild theory. All right. It's, a, it's my theory. That's the, I'm sticking to it. Because there's a, that, that's a weird loophole yeah, in I'm suicide. Not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Because I didn't kill myself. This motherfucker killed himself. But I, I chose to let him kill me. Yes, mm. but I leaned forward and chose. It's like if you put your head into a lion's mouth, eventually yeah, it's going to chomp down. If you hire a bow hunter to shoot yourself 
from the bushes of your house at some point indeterminate in the future. Sure. Were you murdered or did you kill yourself? You killed yourself. Yeah, interesting. So I, I'm of the, um, I think he did kill himself. He just used the man's hand to do it. All right, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. We don't know what man. It frankly still makes more sense than the official story, so sure. And the man was, who has a really strong grip? Uh, Jaws from the James Bond movies. Yeah. It was Jaws. It was that or it was one of those Von Erich boys. Oh my god! Because they're known for the for the face the face cruncher. It was the co- it was the ghost of Kerry Von Eric all drunk. backflips into uh, into his <laughs> cell and strangles him to death. The ghost of Kerry Von Eric all drunk on rum and coke stumbled into the federal detention center in, in Manhattan and killed Epstein. And he's like, put it on my tab. It was the two guards? They were all set there alert, and little did they know that Marty Janetti. Fucking chloroformed both of them. It was wild. Little did they know they were distracted by the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, wow. Holy shit. It's incredible. In the detention center, which is located conveniently in Brooklyn, the the Brooklyn Brawler entered uh, and distracted them just in time for Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig to run in and put him in the torture rack while Marty Jannetty executed the perfect plex on his neck Uh. and body. The ghost of Owen Hart came in dressed as the Blue Blazer. And said, not today, not tomorrow, not next week. Oh, wait, that's Randy Savage used to say that. Did he? Not today, not tomorrow, not next week. Uh-uh. Hmm. He All said right. that a few times when asking if he thinks that Hogan could get the best of him. I was trying After to the superpowers dissolved. figure out a way to elbow Barry Horowitz into the mix there. I love Barry Horowitz, my it's favorite wrestler. It's a great name for a wrestler. Also, um, who's the guy with the cross-faced chicken wing? Uh, Bob Backlund. Bob, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Who had the most, the simplest outfit? Just simple, classic, just blue like blue tights and a bad <laughs> blue body. Tights. Yeah, I would say blue tights, bad body, bad posture. Yeah. Looking classic. Like if like, a, if, like your assistant principal like put you in a cross-faced chicken wing, that's what it would look like. <laughs> if Mr. If Mr. Johnson, uh, Mr. Gates, what are you doing, Mr. Gates, Mr. Mr. Gates, Mr. Gates was uh, our economics professor. Mr. Gates was my professor. middle school vice principal, who was just so clear in retrospect was so clearly drunk all the time, Man. like it could not be any more clear. We had Mr. Clancy as the as the drunk. And he used to go to the ground round. I went to the mall after after school with my mom, and I saw Mr. Clancy in the ground round. Oh. And he was wearing like a like a shirt with like a like like a big Johnson shirt, <laughs> and, and and watching fucking watching TV. And this was like five. It was like after school. He he bolted out of there. But he all he also made us watch the Ryan White story. Ooh, wow! All right, Ryan like, White was a big deal. Yeah, and it took him like he took us like a week to watch it, and it was in science class. And he's like, well, and at the end, because everybody's fucking, because we're in fucking seventh grade, so everybody's making fun of it the whole time. And then he's like, well, for what it's worth, Ryan White died last week. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, saving that, that teaser to the very end. But that brings me to Big Johnson shirts. Do you remember Big Johnson yeah. shirts? <clears throat> now, friend of the podcast, Craig, and he's I were supposed talk- to be here tonight. And he's not here. He's not. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Big Johnson shirts and how a lot of them involve a team effort. Do you remember Big Johnson shirts, yeah. right? Now, if you grew up near like George, New York, you definitely have heard about. They were Big like Johnson right shirts. on par with like Cox hats, right? Oh, and that's what we talked about exactly. 
if you were if you had a South Carolina Gamecocks hat, everyone in high school was a Cox fan. Yep. Cox. And then the Coed Naked volleyball fan. Yep, very, very good. But some of the Big Johnson shirts say things like no splits too wide when you've got a Big Johnson and it shows <laughs> a man bowling with a hot, a woman on hot pants next to him. Him holding a big bowling ball. And that's the caption. But I'm looking for the one where it has a team, like a NASCAR team, because it's a team effort, which I love. And the car is like, I'll work the shaft. I'll clean up the mess. <laughs> that kind of shit. <clears throat> and I can't find it, obviously. I didn't set it up the right way. But um, <laughs> I'll read a couple other ones. Because lobsters on your piano are better than crabs on your organ. Really good. Very good. Lake George, New York. Lake George, New York, yes. and a lot, But there's a whole culture of bootleggers. Like, there's official Big Johnson shirts. And then there's bootleg Big Johnson shirts, much like Bart Simpson shirts. There's a whole list of bootleg Big Johnson shirts, which I love. And um, if you're ever in the... Uh, <laughs> if you ever see a Big Johnson shirt at a thrift store, and it says, show me yours and I'll whip out mine, grab it. Because all the uh, hallmark of most of the bootleg ones is that it shows him surrounded. Uh, the name of the guy is Enormous Johnson, by the way. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it's uh, and it's um, him surrounded by between four and uh, six women, which is something that Andrew and I can uh, feel can. Yeah, felt. Yeah. Um, here's okay. I found it. This is a golf one. Now it's got four women, and it says Johnson's Pro Shop, guaranteed to help you score. Uh, one woman says, I'll handle the balls. The other woman says, I work on the shaft. <laughs> Another, the third woman says, I'm an expert at stroking. And the fourth woman says, my specialty is the head. Oh, this is so good. Now, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then it says, it's a very detailed, and I love things that are extremely detailed. Like where's Waldo? Yeah. And here's Dirty my, where's Waldo? Here's my fucking favorite thing is the list of repairs and services available. We can straighten any shaft, no matter how bent. Oh, it's good. This might be. That means it might be a medical office because when you have a penis problem, it's you. You go to the doctor. Mm, good point. Balls washed. <laughs> That's it. That's all it said. Balls washed. Get your wood polished. I think they gotta mail that one in. If you forgot to bring your own glove, condom joke. If you got to bring your own glove, we'll supply you with one. We don't want our members to get blisters. We are not responsible for your balls after the first hole. <laughs> let our fine staff <laughs> let our fine staff help you find the right grip. Reach the hole with the least strokes. Now I don't know what that means. You can if, try though. But if you're already you only start stroking when you're in the hole. Yeah. So discover, discover what a long iron can do for you. And finally, improve your stroke. Then it has a that score. One's really phoned in right there. Then it has a scorecard. Amy and Rappy. Rappy. Carol and D. Five women. Only four women are depicted. So a little continuity error on Big Johnson's part. That is my uh, expert analysis on this fucking 1995 vintage Big Johnson shirt. That is fucking great. Um, I get it, and I don't get it. And I remember a bunch of fucking truck dudes. Wearing these with rolled up sleeves. Remember when people used to roll up their yep. sleeves in the 90s? And maybe put a pack of smokes in your left sleeve? These were dudes that were scary to me. Like, yeah, they seem tough. They scary to me now, I think. Right, but they seem tough, but they're like, probably not at all. 
These are guys who would go to a bar and they would just pick someone up, like a blonde. You know, this is the thing. I'm not, I'm not afraid of tough people. Right. You know what I mean? I, maybe I should be, well, but I'm you, not. Like, if you kick my ass, then what? I'm like, all right, unless I'm dead. Here's fine. an example: that dude who sings for Oxbow is <laughs> okay. A terrifying person. He's like. This giant, very like, very well fucking like, hung. very well hung, Indeed but like good. very well studied in martial arts. Like the the dude could legitimately pop my head off my shoulders. That's like fine. no it's question. A waste of time. I'm not afraid of this man. No. Like it's it. I'm not trying to fight him, but I'm not afraid of him. Right. Somebody who has so little in their life that they have nothing to lose, but can't fight for shit. I'm much more afraid of that person. Like, no question. The guy who's walking around with smokes rolled up in his big Johnson sleeve, much more afraid of this person. Well, sure, because then they could snap. Yeah. And they have probably, like, child support bearing down on them, truck payment, they're not making as much as they used to at the mill, and it just takes one fucking, hey, fucker, to put them in crazy mode. Yeah. I remember being in a fight once where a guy started choking me and wouldn't let go. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this is how it ends. Like, I was like, like, all of a sudden, like, I got really fucking dizzy, and, like, I was just like... And finally, people pulled him off of, off of me, but I was like, my God, he really wanted to kill me. I was like, that's really crazy. When I'm fighting the guy from Oxbow, he will probably choke me out, and I'll lose consciousness, but I'll be okay. Where is this dude, like, has his dad's old boot knife in his fucking, like, yeah. in his Doc Martens, yeah. and all of a sudden that comes into play? You know, fuck that. Well, yeah, so if you see Big Johnson's shirt, there's a boot knife attached. Yes. <laughs> and if he isn't surrounded by four women who really know how to make it work... <laughs> they should make one for podcasting. They really should. I'll work the mic. I'll set up the stand. What else? Um, there's a diaphragm joke in here somewhere. I'll take notes. I'll take notes. <laughs> I'll I'll send out the I'll send out the call for questions. No, that's not very. Yeah, sexy. these none of these are sexy. These are just no, boring I, things we do. I'll handle the mic. Is good. I'll handle the mics. Okay. I'll plug in the cable. All right, not I'll, bad. I'll set up the MacBook. Hmm. But I'll load the template. Yeah. With our with our recording stuff. Load, but but load. I'll load the template. Load and right, load. Uh, bigger font, bold, italicized. I'll load the template. I'll start the recording software. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure you come good. I'll make sure that Audio Hijack is pulling audio from the right programs to better uh, facilitate mixing down later for uh, for a quick release. Wonder if I'll take it's the quick release. Right? Quick release, very good. I'll I'll prep the samples. I'll right. look at my phone. Yeah, during, I'll, during bits. I'll look at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll let's all surround one mic and talk at the same time. A hallmark of all good podcasts. All right, we got to get... Uh, I'll, laugh, uh, I'll laugh too loud. What's the artist's name? Like in Big John, Big D Johnson or some shit? That like is that? Enormous Johnson. Enormous Johnson. We got to get Enormous Johnson to make an overnight drive shirt. Definitely. Absolutely. We, oh, my God. What a, a Big Johnson knockoff shirt? God. Big Johnson podcasting. We'll... We, it, <laughs> there's, a, there's taking... An hour to set, to do ten minutes of, of work thing in there somewhere. Yeah, I'll take an hour to make a point. 
Anyway. See, I'm doing the thing I said I was going to do. I'm uh, looking at my phone. Andrew's looking at his phone. I'm done. I'll look at my phone. I'm good. I'm good. I'm back. I'll supply the lozenges. I just have to double check some things, you know. Yeah. Andrew, are you familiar with Queensryche, the band? Yes, I am. I listen to them today. Well, our man Jeff Tate, you know how he had that video where he's like, um, sometimes I live life above oh, yeah. the edge. Well, he has a, he's back with a new... Yes. Uh, I don't know if this is sad or fun, but I'm going to play it anyway. This is our moment of Tate. I know we and haven't done one fun. in a while. <laughs> I know we haven't done one in a while. However, oops, that is not <laughs> that is Charlie Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate, you, you were the singer me? for prog metal band Queen's Queensryche. Is is eyes of a stranger about a bird? <laughs> Jeff, have you found love? I know you said. I don't believe in love. Is that true in heaven or hell? Can you tell me about both? Have you buried the hatchet with Chris DeGamo in the afterlife? Uh, when you meet Chris DeGamo in heaven, will you hug? <laughs> <laughs> will you hug and, and have a pint and say all's good? Uh, or will you still harbor animosity? Jack Tripp is living upstairs with two birds. <laughs> Man, that Charlie Chittenden blew up John Ritter's spot. God, uh, Don Knotts still didn't know. Attention, Crimbo Slice. Okay, so Jeff Tate put out that video, and it's great. But Jeff Tate has actually been a little bit better. Like his voice is better. He's, he looks a little bit better. Good. But he keeps getting roped into these weird things. Like, he has to be a dude all the time. There must be a young, like producer who's just trying to make it happen for my found out one of my very very good friends is now a producer for youtube personalities what and she does very well for herself what? Yeah, really interesting have you mentioned uh, ryan van wick to her at all uh, i have not i haven't quite gotten there yet i but... believe you should and right. i or, or and us too but i'm gonna i'm gonna send over a random ryan van wick clip with no context you're gonna get him fucking banned from youtube like, oh, yeah, great. And then he's going to send it to quality control and be like, Bow. anyways, Jeff Tate has a new business Ugh. and it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, seems like the most the clunkiest fucking thing ever. I'm, I'm just renting gonna... out used baby things. <laughs> it's it, want to buy them. It's kind of that as inconvenient as that. I'm just going to play it and we'll see what everybody thinks. Mm. I spend more time on the road traveling than I do at home. I never uh, seen you in an airport. That, uh, yeah. Other people might find what I do interesting, and so uh, I started a touring company called Backstage Pass Travel. Take people on the Cross road and, couch. and uh, show them my world. What? You can go on uh, tour with Chief Taylor. What? But we also surround ourselves with music. Musicians entertaining uh, the guests almost continuously. What in it's, the fuck? Uh, quite a madhouse. So you're telling me in the green room he just Backstage has like a chamber of music for that playing? Ireland, Italy, France, what? Germany. Italy. And, uh, this year we're offering something quite different. The Pacific Northwest, my home, <laughs> where I live, <laughs> where I grew up. How loud is that fucking music? Yeah. We're also going to be uh, inviting people to come to our rehearsals. Oh, no. It's the 30th anniversary of the Empire album, so I'm performing the entire Empire album front to back 
and also entirely arranged for order help. Yeah. So, if you want to ride ferry boats to the San Juan Islands, visit the quaint seaport towns. If you want to uh, be one-on-one in rehearsals and hang out with me and hear the music before the tour begins, come on board. They, I mean, so we're doing that. I mean, that's yeah. the, obviously. But it is a very silty concept. Um, it is basically you're getting, and there's no comments on it, which is crazy. Um, you're getting on a. <clears throat> it's It's called Heavy Metal Ferry Boats Tour, and you're getting on a ferry boat with Jeff Tate and band, and you're riding to destinations. With the band playing, I guess Queens Arc stuff, and they're also practicing on the ferry boat. I guess, and there's also just other musicians around entertaining but them. But it's in the Pacific Northwest, so it's just a ferry across the Puget Sound, which takes like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. This is so I don't really get what's happening. Very I'm, confused, right? I mean, I, I, it's not. I mean, I, I guess, right? I. I also, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it bare for everybody at home. Yo, touring sucks. <laughs> With Jeff Tate, though. I mean, like this idea, like I want to bring you to my world. What no, the world where you. you're never at the right temperature and you're always wearing too many clothes <laughs> for the environment. Like yeah. everything no. smells like gas, and you yeah. like you never sure how much money you have to do things. And you're just fucking malnourished and underslept, and you're. You're you're confined. You're in beautiful cities, and you're confined to like a four block radius. Yeah, you, you see the finest fucking Qdoba in every city in the, <laughs> the U.S. because you're so tired and over it. The like, finest squats that Munich has to offer. Oh yeah. man, like fucking cool. How much does this cost? Well, Jeff Tate is offering his fans a chance to join him on a Pacific Northwest tour, heavy metal ferry boats, in January 2020. If you want to attend private rehearsals for the Empire and Rage for Order tour in the Seattle area, ride around with me on ferry boats and celebrate my 61st birthday, then this tour is perfect for you. So basically he's making you do what like a shitty boyfriend would do. Yeah. Like let's do what I want to do and also you have to come to practice. You know Fuck. what I want to do? I want to talk to Jeff Tate about this on Overnight Drive, goddammit. Respond right. to my emails, Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate, respond to respond my emails, to emails, Jeff Tate. I've sent you several emails and you have not responded. Seriously, I've sent several emails to Jeff Tate. He won't email me back. I think he wants us to spot with the cash. We're getting to the point where we have more listeners than they do. Right. Come on. It's really It's kind of true. We don't, I mean... Yeah, I, I would love to hear Rage for Order in its entirety. Yeah, well, not my favorite Queen's Rike album, but it's fine. I'll, I'll walk in the Shadows thing. is good. Yeah, should, Walk in the Shadows is good. It's a great song. It should have been on Empire. Yeah. And then I mean, there's a couple of throwaways in Empire we could probably... Mm. There's uh, uh, the whole second half of Empire is uh, not that hot. Another Empire. Actually, that one I'm, not too, uh, that one I'm okay with. Although, Ching-ching. all right, I was actually thinking about this. When you read the lyrics empire. to Empire... They are written from the perspective... Who, the person who wrote the lyrics to Empire never left their home. Yeah. Like, at all. It is it is true lunacy. Um, 
But as like a young teenager who had not really left his home yet, oh yeah, I honestly thought that's how life was. Let's, oh my god! Let's do the, let's do the lyrics for Empire. Yeah, I got right second. here. Oh, you got them right. Perfect. All right, let's, go, let's go for it. <clears throat> Last night the world came down. Ten dead in Chinatown. Okay, so I assumed. I seriously assumed that Chinatown was a violent and deadly place. I shit you yeah. not for a decent portion of my youth. Sure. Innocent. Their only crime was being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay. And also, you know, Chinatown is so violent in movies, too. It makes sense. I, I won't put that all on Jeff, but too Chinatown bad. just sucks and smelly. It's just, it's fine. Uh, Johnny used to work after school at the cinema show. Okay. Got a hustle if he wants an education. All right. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Now he's out on the street all day selling crack to the people who pay. Hold on. Wait a second. So now... There is but only because Johnny he, the crack dealer. Johnny the crack dealer yeah. in Chinatown. Sure. And okay. he's, but he's selling crack to go to school. Sure, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Johnny. My friend Johnny the crack dealer. You know him, right? Johnny? Sure. Johnny Crack. <laughs> Johnny Crack. But he's got an AK forty seven for his best friend business the American way. The AK forty seven is a Russian weapon. I'm saying who what crack dealer named Johnny in Chinatown is running around with an AK forty seven? Have you ever left your house? This Not, is insane. Jeff Tate. Maybe this is how they did it in Seattle before the before the boom. He's describing the, something out of the game Shadowrun. That's not. Like, that's exactly real what life. it is. Yeah. No. It was Shadowrun was the soundtrack of a lot of uh, or Queen's Arcade was the soundtrack of a lot of Shadowrun. Yeah. Um, East Side Miss West. Okay, but um, <laughs> black man trapped again. Hold his <laughs> chain in his hand. What? Brother killing mm, brother killing brother for the profit of another. Game point, but nobody wins. Uh, You know. All right. Well, (laughs) we would delve too deep into that one. In fiscal year 1986 to 87. Oh, this is the spoken part. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit. In fiscal year 1986 to 87, local, state, and federal governments governments spent a combined total of 60.6 million dollars on law enforcement that's not that much money yeah <laughs> not even a little bit yeah. it's like it's nothing. federal law enforcement expenditures ranked last in absolute dollars and accounted for only six percent of all federal spending by way of comparison the federal government spent 24 million more on space exploration i see what's and going 43 on. well okay so but what so this is an appeal for more cops basically because Johnny but, is running around AK. But this the, was Reagan. So, like. That's true. Yeah. What is going on here? What empire? I mean, what? Okay, so they, they defunded the police and uh, spent way, $24 million more on space exploration. Oh, and 43 times more on national defense and international relations than the law enforcement. So they're saying that the government is too big to care about the little guy. In law enforcement. He's basically saying, send more cops. Send He's more saying, cops! Uh, uh, send more cops. <laughs> That's a good Jeff Tate impression. Uh, uh, come in, dispatch. Uh, send more in. paramedics. This is Jeff Tate from Queensryche. You might know me from my time in the band Queensryche. Send more cops. I need a cop in attack. I need a fat cop in attack vest on a 10-speed. To tell Yo, me. Jeff Tate, you got your wish, man. Cops are like fucking yeah. like full on military now. So they have Johnny with the AK forty seven. Doesn't His scary anymore. Fucking lyrics, man. Wow. Oof. You know, I grew up not knowing. Listen to that song probably thousands of times. Yeah, and without really like putting it into context. Okay, but let's not talk all this shit. I mean, Jet City Woman is a great love song, it's right? Fantastic. Yo, Jeff Tate, come on and defend yourself. Every time I see you say you won't be there 
and you're always there. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> that's, uh, you being like, oh, no, I'm not. You're uh, always. You can have the house to yourself tonight. I'm not going to be there. You're my fucking But then ass. I get there, and you're home making pasta. Oh, I thought you were going out with Becky. Well, oh, you're well, not. Well, mm. I just thought that we could. Yeah, that's what's happening oh, here. I was really trying to fucking play that new Death Stranding, or whatever the fuck it is, video game, and you're, you're here. Listen to this how terrible relationship. Every time I leave, you say you won't be there and you're always there. Every time I cry your name at night, you pull close and say it's all right. So, what? So, like, <laughs> I cry your name at, every time I cry your name at night. It's not just an isolated incident. It's like it happens a lot. Have you ever cried anyone's name at night? No. Never once? Never once. Mm. Not in my lowest of lows. No, this is your premiere right cast, by the way. Yeah. Uh, washing me, rain wash over me. Touching your face, I feel... The heat of your heartbeat echo in my head like a scream. Mm. What you do to me? Exclamation point. Really good fucking song. Waited so long. I can't wait another day without you. Jet City woman. This song is, this is the dirtiest fucking like rock club ride symbol on the song. So filthy. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Wow. You know, he um, I think he probably scribbled this on a pizza box in a back room somewhere. Yeah. And is like. This is just how I imagine if he's just on the drunk on the phone. He's like, every time I leave, you say you won't be there, and you're every always there. Hi, this is Jeff Tate. I'm every time you say you, every time you say you won't be there, you're always there. Why? Why? Why do you eat brains? The uh, it's the pain, the pain of being dead. I can uh, I can feel myself rot. <laughs> Face grows longer every day. <laughs> Fortunes are lost on the women I've seen. Women. Wow. Fortune. That's all right. That's my Fortunes. backwards fucking collarbone. Fortunes, Fortunes are, are lost, lost on, on the, the women, women I've seen. seen. That is a okay. Fortunes. Are First lost of all, you I think you were there on Atco Records at the time. I don't think if they're losing a fortune. I think they <laughs> they could they could quit the all the radio shop they all worked at, but I, Radio Shack. But I don't think they made a fortune. I remember seeing an interview with them where he talked about how the the first big confrontation in the band was when they uh, got the money from Empire and they decided to reinvest it in uh, Operation Mindcrime instead of taking instead of everybody each getting a million dollars. And I and I would be like, I'd be mad about that too. <laughs> I mean, like we could probably do we can yeah. probably do Mindcrime for fifty grand. Like that's we don't... <laughs> a fucking hard thing because it's like I love Mindcrime. Mm. And I don't want to live in a world where it's not available to me as is. However, but that fucking sucks for fucking what's his name, like Scott Rockenfeld or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah like that sucks for that dude. <laughs> a bass player, I can't remember. I, I never Ma- know the Queen's Michael Rex. Wilton. There you go. No idea. <laughs> Michael. It really sucks for Michael Wilton. I, fuck, I know Jeff Tate. I know fucking uh, fucking uh, Scott Chris Rockenfeld, Chris Garmo, but not Scott Michael Rockenfeld. Wilton. I always like. I don't remember if I have his name right. So I was like Scott, Scott Rock. It's Scott Rock and Scott Rock and Val. Rock and Val. Raekwon. Raekwon. The chef. It's Raekwon. It's uh, Raekwon. The uh, the fucking Chinese AK forty seven salesman. But I think Jeff Tate's doing a lot better than some old rockers. Um, there's an old rocker. There's a group called Green Jello. Mm. Now you've heard stories about Rick to life chasing a promoter back to his house to get paid. Yeah. I've seen a promoter right. chase somebody once before. Yeah, wa- and, and walk somebody to. There's always right. the, there's a story in every scene, yep. hardcore scene, where there's like, yeah, and this promoter thought he was slick, but then terror walked him to the ATM. There's a kid from Albany 
Oh, yeah. Who, uh, I, I, I had some, I had some words with him. You know, we had like, you know, oh, we, yeah. we had an acrimonious relationship who uh, got punched <laughs> in the mouth by an FSU guy for not being yeah. able to pay bands at a fest and got walked to the ATM, the whole thing. Story goes, he drove up to, there's another uh, promoter in town who's like a much bigger fish. Mm. In the middle of the show, he drove up to him and went to the, like, went in backstage from wherever, and like begged for money and like, wow. was on the verge of it. It was like this really dramatic fucking God, thing. it's so important um, to people, this music. And so people everybody in Albany, like, I don't know about to this day, but like, up until I left... Love this story. It was just such a, a good story. This little sleaze got his fucking comeuppance. Well, everybody hated him because he put on all the shows and then yeah. he Are got you his familiar with what he's doing right now? Yeah, he's like, he's, he's in the music industry. He is managing bands that, like, your little sisters yeah. pay thousands of dollars. Like Carly Rae Jepsen like, and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, this dude is doing so well for himself. And, yeah, we never, like, we never really made up. We never, you know, like, we never had, like, a moment where we, like, got tight. I'm so fucking happy for this kid. Yeah, you got out. I don't even remember what we were mad about, but, like, I'm just so fucking happy for this kid. And there are people who will remember what you were mad about. Oh, for sure. Anywhere you go, they'll be like, oh, I remember the source of that beef. Like, it happened yesterday. Wow. And I feel so bad for those people. The people who are still like, oh, do you remember that time we got fucking punched in the face? Fucking, I bet he doesn't. I mean, he's fucking rolling around in a pile of cash. Who cares? Are you kidding me? Ever seen a dog that's like, they put it like your like bad neighbor will leave your dog out, leave their dog outside all day. And they put a stake in the ground and like a, a, like maybe like a, like a four foot length of chain. And then the dog just runs around in a circle all day. (laughs) That's what that fucking person is that remembers where, what community center the show was at or who played rhythm guitar for whoever. Wow. Yeah. There's so much else going on. Like, I can't, I I will always be very surprised and, and sad. But this guy, the green jello guy, he's probably got to be 55, right? I would imagine maybe even older. Like, this is a very long video. Green jello was like, that shit was hot they, in like 1994. And they had their oh, one hit wonder. Yeah, one hit wonder. Now, they changed the name. This reeks of fake video yeah that sounds right uh for but they were just on tour with insane clown posse let that sink in uh, that sounds exactly right and well he does the thing where he's like well we got ripped off so we're going to go to the promoter's house the next day but he does it but of course he facebook lives it because i'm sure you know it's fine uh, i'm going to play the beginning of it because it's very embarrassing in a and this isn't there even even a hardcore band but it's very, very embarrassing in a, I know, I know this dude, like every scene has this dude who talks this way <laughs> and the, and the airs of self-importance are undeniable. Howdy kids, punk rock puppet master oh, God. at yeah. the house of the guy who ripped us off. <clears throat> if you're still chasing money at this age, my God. Does he live on a tall hill or Which do you need to hit the fucking elliptical? Um... Right. I think it's a lot of smoking happening. Oh, why don't you get your breath? Best part's coming up. Is he? Does he little a priest pig, frock? Pig, oh my man. god! Are you kidding me? 
Yep. We're outside the scumbag's house. You ripped this off. Little pig, little pig, let me in. I wouldn't. Let, I wouldn't. Let, I would just pretend I wasn't home. No, I'd call the police. I would. Abs- I would call the fucking newly Ask militarized police a, yeah. at Jeff Tate's request. I would just say, "There's a guy with a gun outside. I'm not opening the door." No, right. And he would be end up being on police activity, being two tap. Swat this dude. Yeah. I got all day, motherfucker. Yeah, that's actually. I would actually call the police if he yeah. said that. I got all day long. Little pig, little pig, let me in. All right, so eventually, oh. so event, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's 13 minutes long, but eventually the promoter comes out and he's like, I'm so fucking sorry, dude. I'm so sorry, dude. And then like his henchmen start coming after the promoter and are like, Yo, what the fuck? Your phone doesn't work, motherfucker. And then like they go to like, I guess they go to get money. But I talk about 90s victims a lot. We do. Mm, we talk yeah. about 90s victims a lot. And everybody, like <clears throat> if you go to like the local punk bar, dive bar, if the per- the person working sound or the older bartender or one of the bouncers, that's they were really something in the nineties. You can tell by the tattoos, the yep. bluing of the tattoos, the oh bro, yo, what's up? The old mannerisms. The, the, this is the volume's not right. The projection of the voice, you know, what I mean? yeah, like, like coming from a, a a time where you could just yell yo again across mm. a room. It's not that any like. There's a bunch of things you can't do anymore, but I think of all of them, yelling across a room that's relatively quiet or being in a bar and being loud for no reason, that's the worst one. Yeah. Mm. And these are 90s victims who, like, this would, this, in 94, this is definitely going to fly. But, like, I will just, I, I, if I didn't have enough money to pay you, of course, I would explain, hey, really bad night, obviously. Um, I hear some money. <laughs> my person out of my personal account uh there's enough to get you to the next show sorry it didn't work out as far as a guarantee goes uh, i'm sorry I, I i urge you to lawyer up yeah uh but i i will also lawyer up and then we can really go to small claims court in in you can come back to this city at the end of your tour if you'd like fly back and then we can go to court or you can take this money that's how you handle it you don't like run away because then like I say both sides are very. I'm I feel embarrassed for both sides because yeah. this dude clearly the promoter clearly ran away, and now you have green jelly at your fucking doorstep. Like I would rather like take the bad vibes at, like the night before. I'd be like, hey, you can drink for free the rest of the night. Sorry, I got your place to stay. I got your hotel and I got you like you know a couple hundred bucks out of my own money. Here you go. Didn't go that well. Sorry. That's what you do. I you know what? Whenever I put on a show. I hand whoever, I hand him 100 bucks at the beginning. This will fill your tank. We'll see how we do. That's great. Then you can't get mad. Yeah, perfect. Done. Boom. I've, every show I do, I've done. I haven't done that many. But every show I've done, I'd be like, here you go. We'll see how we do. You know? At least it your just, tank's... It diffuses everything early. That's a great I, idea. It's the first thing I do. Here's money. Here's a pizza. You can't get mad. You can't get mad. Sorry. And and you could see people... I, I've done it for a couple of bands. And then I'd be like, well... Like, they, it's, like you know that they're like they've got like four figures in their head and I'm like definitely not <laughs> it's not gonna fucking happen um, god that's so funny that that still happens have you ever watched the show Party Down no I haven't alright good show uh, was really it wasn't really promoted at all and then uh, obviously that guy with the big head fucking joined Parks and Rec and the whole thing fell apart but um, <laughs> god uh, fucking um, what's his name 
Adam Scott. Yeah, I got you. Um, That's a big head. So uh, if you haven't watched it, it's worth a watch. It's pretty good. There's one episode where the guy, the farmer's insurance guy, who I think is funny as fuck, and I wish he had like a comedy career, um, has uh, it's Kevin Hart is supposed to be a rapper, and he had, he hires him for his daughter's right. sweet sixteen party, you know, whatever. <laughs> sure. Um, so the whole episode goes on, and finally, it's at the end. The guy's gag is he just like swears and curses and and hits the you know like flips out. Um, so he, Kevin Hart's getting up to leave, and the guy swears and curses, I'm going to fucking cut your dick off and stick it up your... <laughs> and he turns around and he goes, uh, it doesn't have to be like that. Just, I don't know, call my lawyer. Yeah. I think it, it is one of the best written scenes in modern television. It was just, it was so simple and to the point, no, it, yeah. just, it doesn't be like that. Call my lawyer. You will diffuse most situations when you, when you act yeah. normally. I honestly think everyone listening should go and watch that episode and take that lesson to heart. Yo, just call my lawyer, man. It's fine. Yeah. Or we can go to small claims court. Green Jelly, if you come knocking on my door, I'm going to yell, call my lawyer through the door. If you keep knocking, yeah. I'm going to blow your hand off your fucking arm. They <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to call the sheriff's office. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, I'm not coming out there. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. I oh. live in a fortress. Let yourself in, oh. man. Oh, I'm I got, a, like, oh. Michael Myers traps up in here. Go for it. Oh, I'm a cop caller. Uh, you're the one playing your one-hit wonder 30 years later. <laughs> Who's worse? I think it's a, I think it's a wash, but still, bad look. ay ay ay. That's what I said. Can you imagine? Because that looked like it was like a house, you know? It wasn't like it was like he was... his parents' house or some shit. This dude is like 25 who comes out. First of all, you put yourself in a situation where you're not being, you're not booking through a reputable agency. You're, you're booking through a fucking kid who has you in a, a bar basement for the night. Like, so what are you expecting? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, it would take a massive amount of input for me to call police. Right. Like, I'm not trying to ever call police on anything. I'm trying to always solve my shit myself. Having said that, imagine I don't hold that viewpoint, and I'm that kid, <laughs> yeah. and I call the local cops, and I say, there are nine men outside of my house on my private property right now threatening to kill me. What do you think happens next? You think a single <laughs> cop car rolls up and is like, what's going on here? Absolutely well, not. Like, apparent, that's not the way it's working. Reading the comments, and apparently later on, this guy threatened to murder the mm, promoter. So mm, interesting. Uh, but uh, the best, the, one of the best, uh, another, uh, another '90s victim chimes in and says, "Wow, silence, quick! Just speaking the truth. Pay your band members. What? What? They shouldn't have to make merch to get I don't think paid. You understand what's happening? I love Green Jello, but when I was asked to try out, oh, that's what I was told about getting paid." We have to make our own merch and sell them at shows. My uncle was on the 1988 album on guitar and wrote Three Little Pigs. This is why there's different band members in every city all over the world. Musicians should not get paid for performing. Should get paid for performing, not selling merch. Not all of us are artists. With that said, I wish you guys the best of luck. Now. What is this psychotic shit I'm hearing? (laughs) The plot thickens where this fellow says, you can join Green Jello. Your prayers are answered. It's like joining. Like, it's like the NFL calling. Uh, your prayers are answered. I'm allowing you to join Green Jello. However, I am taking all the money, and you're you can make you can make your own merch to sell. What in the <laughs> name of all that what? is holy? That is, is happening some here. carny fucking nonsense. And this dude 
is the worst. Wow. So Holy that's the, hell. that's the truth. That's the truth as I see it from, uh, from there. And, uh, wow. So everybody who's posting on Facebook today about, Oh, I totally support that guy. There's been a couple times where I'd have to walk a promoter. Yeah, everyone's trotting out their promoter story. And I had to show him that I'm represented by alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, if you get my drift. (laughs) Wow. If I didn't think music was terrible, I think it is now. Good fucking lord. I think to... we're we're playing out with a green jello song tonight just to ostensibly take royalties from them. That sounds great. Just to be like just, uh, just see what happens. I don't know. Speaking of Charlie Chittenden. Hello there, YouTubers. My name's Green Charlie Jello's Chittenden. career. Hello. I have to make t-shirts. And I'm now going to conduct a ghost box session with the intention of attempting to communicate with the spirit of the late actor George Peppard. Oh wow. Also offering oh, private surprise for you. With one of your deceased loved ones or friends, these are available by clicking on the link in the description below. We have to do a Sean Duty one. I really, on really eBay. do. So with that being said, I shall turn on the PSB7 here, which is one of the most popular, most effective ghost boxes on the market. I shall go into reverse sweep, and we'll see what we can get. Are there any spirit beings present, please, <laughs> who can bring forward the spirit of the late American actor, George Peppard, please? George Peppard, if you speak into this device, so I can hear you. George he does, Peppard, like he has one on the other end. The first, 1928, in Detroit, Michigan, USA. George Peppard, you played Hannibal Smith in the 1980s TV show, The A-Team. Can you describe the afterlife, please, George? <laughs> Kimbo Slices here. Kill you. Whoa. Kill you. That's what? It sounds the same on every one. It does. I, like. I just looked to double check. For some reason, I thought George Pappard was in Sorcerer, but he was not. No, he was not, no. unfortunately. Yo, how fucking good is Sorcerer, though? I rewatched it a few days ago. It's just... it. It is a pure joy. That's something we have to watch long. We, well, we should just do a talk. You know what? Fucking... Sorcerer's not even fun to talk over. Never mind. Just go watch Sorcerer. It's a really good use of your time. It's it's as good as like Apocalypse Now or shit like that. It's, just, it's excellent. Um, anyway. Hey, we're at the hour mark. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, I mean, let's knock out a few questions. I got a couple questions here. You've got some questions on, on your end. I will look up the questions from Instagram. Uh, here we go. This is pretty exciting. We've got a couple. Um, hmm. <laughs> Who is the best character in Stripes? Synchromysticism. Andrew oh, was, was watching, watching Stripes. Uh, I think I think it's um, it's got to be John Larroquette's character. I think. Yeah, he's I'm, so good. At I'm it. such ridiculous. a. I love deadpan comedy a lot, and I love like that's just really good. Um, he's really good. Unsung hero of the movie is. Uh, I forget his name. Like the Hayseed guy is like, oh, I better join before I get drafted. Like he's just <laughs> yeah. s- stupid the entire movie. Excellent, very yep. good. Uh, also, Francis. Francis is really good. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing. Mm. I was watching it earlier. Can you imagine being Sean Young 
and having to pretend that Harold Ramis is attractive. <laughs> My God. And that brought me to uh, thinking about PJ Souls, hmm. who was the uh, the main character in Rock and Roll High School, yeah. who said the hardest part was having to pretend the Ramones were dreamy. <laughs> which is like, yeah, I get it. I feel it. You fucking, you deserve an Oscar for there that. There are people on earth who think that the Ramones are dreamy now. Yeah, very strange. And a lot of punks, punkers, punk, like there was a, a moment in time a couple of years ago where all punkers from Boston to LA dressed like they were in the fucking plasmatics with yep. the weird shoelace on their fucking head. That was when shit. I lost. That was when I totally gave oh, up. Oh my God. Do you remember that band Zex? I do remember Zex. I saw a thing for that band Zex. And a steel trap closed in my brain. I said, no more. Nope, no shoelace heads. No Thanks. more. That's it. Nope, I'm out. No I'm shoelace. Super gone. Nope. And it's not a shoelace. It's something else. I can't explain. I don't know what it is, but it looks like a shoelace to me. No good. No good. Nope. But now everybody's dressing like they're in the Ramones again. Actually, And they end up looking like Squiggy Ew. from Laverne and Shirley. All right. <laughs> or Fonzie. Can we do a very Albany-centric thing for just a second? Of course. There's there's two or three people from Albany who listen. Yeah. I hate how everyone looks in Albany. <laughs> I went to the coffee spot today, and yeah. I was like mm-hmm. just kind of like clocking people as I was waiting for my coffee. Yeah. I hate how everyone looks. Mm-hmm. Everyone's style in this city is so fucking whack. It's ridiculous. You either look like a cat, like a golf caddy, or you look like you're in Happy Days. I mean, I'm not even worried. Those people are just, I don't even see them. I the just mean like, people. subculture people have the most like, whack, fake, unshowered thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It's it's really true you guys are fucking embarrassing nah, it's really bad man, it's true so that's that's sorry that's albany corner the whack unshowered thing i like that it's true okay what do you got all right uh i'm surely not gonna do it but what if i hired ryan van wick imagine being his boss that does seem like a hard fucking road to plow right there i think it's great i think he's a hard worker i mean he hasn't posted many videos because he's probably tired from working so, um, you got one? Uh, I am looking at the questions right, All right now. I'll do another one. Okay. I don't know anything about this, so hopefully you do. Otherwise, it's dead in the water. Can we get an honest conversation about Mike Francesa and Fartgate? <laughs> you know what? I haven't even listened to that yet. Okay. But everybody, just to explain to everybody, I think he's uh, accused of farting on the air. That's great. I would love to um, hear it. But I don't know. Like I would. You want to play it now? I think I'm gonna play play it now. Let's see. Let's see. Now I'm gonna have to look this up on YouTube, of course. Uh, My favorite website, even though people hate it. Uh, While you do that, you're at a casino. What's your game? Uh, Five cent video poker. Oh, that's like video slot machines, like the five cent penny slots or whatever. Um, If I'm at a real casino, I'll play. uh, I'll play poker, and if I'm at like a fake casino, I'll do blackjack. I'm technically up uh, in casinos in life. Really? Not by much, by like 40 bucks, which is why I never go to them, because I'm afraid I don't want to go, I don't want, I don't want to be under. You know, there's nobody has isolated the fart. <laughs> Hold on. I understand what their livelihood is. I understand how much time they put into it. I've been around a lot of coaches. <laughs> I understand how much work they put into this. He sounds really tired. Especially NFL head coaches. But... Hold on. When you cannot function. Oh, there was. Oh. When you're not functioning. I understand how much work they put into this, especially NFL head coaches. 
But when you cannot function. That was a definitely a fart. I think he farted there. I think he definitely did. <laughs> My God. My. You know, he's a human being. He fucking talks for five hours a day in a quiet room. Let the man pass wind. John joins us. What's up, John? Hey, Mike, how you doing? I have two issues. The one with uh, Manti Teo and the other one with the uh, Rooney Rule. The one with Manti Teo doesn't mean if you what have a girlfriend, saying? it doesn't mean that you're gay because I don't have a girlfriend. There's a lot of women that I sleep with. And the thing with the Rooney Rule, like, uh, how come we don't hire American Indian coaches? <laughs> Uh, this one's called Guy Tells Mike Francesa About His Sex Life, but in a really fast way. It's a bad recording. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, yeah, he farted, so what? I'd be like, I just looked Jason Jombie that shit. I'd be like, yeah, I farted, so what? Yeah, fucking, what are you kidding me? Jesus. Um, did Glens Falls area metalheads have access to acid or mushrooms? Uh, that Not was... acid or mushrooms, like acid or mushrooms, you know, like the category of psychedelics. <laughs> that was, we, uh, we viewed that more of like a hippie thing. Yeah, I remember people being really down on that shit here. Yeah, that was like it was metalheads it was weed and beer. And even weed was like hippie shit. Like like yeah. like dudes like there was this dude Chris who kind of fucking like like people who like marinated between like the Keith scene, Keith Latham scene and like there was this band who oddly enough called themselves H2O, but they were a hippie Oof. band. They they had a whole scene that we hated and that was like like when someone was at a party or like at the acid strip or at Thrill Hill or at the house and they brought out acid, we're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like they were trying to obviously trying to fit in, obviously trying to pose like, yeah, let's fucking get tore up on them. Like, fuck that. We have like 80 beers. Like, no, you know, and it was a little more like it wasn't like because we were scared, even though we were. It wasn't like we were scared, but it was we had guidance from the older 30 plus year olds that were hanging out with teenagers. All we had metal in common. And they're like, get that hippie shit out of here. And then we were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we like we took guidance from that. Like, there was a moment where we just froze. Yeah. And, like, looked to, like, the guidance of men who are probably in jail or dead now. They're, they're like, do we take the acid? And they're like, get that hippie shit out of here. Because it was, like, it was such a fucking, like, oh, so I, I God, I need to fucking finish Thrill Hill. I wonder where the older <laughs> punkers that I took that same kind of, like, those same kind of cues from are now. Oh, like, I, We are way better off than them. Yeah, we have that's to be. for sure. That's, I, I found one of them not that long ago. He's doing real bad, go figure. But, uh, yeah, that's so, so sad. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, <laughs> acid and mushrooms, not a big thing here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that might be unpopular. People in upstate New York are very stupid and shouldn't have access to these things. Like, it's, right. it's not gonna end well. Everyone from Fort Edward, New York to Schenectady, New York was nothing but PCBs in your water since birth and you are now fucking, you have a bunch of yeah, fucked up mental is, problems. This is fucking smooth brain country up here. <laughs> it really is. But hey, no, I was, I still, I was clear. Of the PCBs. I didn't have PCBs nice. in my water. Nice. Thank God. Here's one. Probably geared toward me. Rank from best to worst. Dirty debutantes. More dirty debutantes. Or dirtier debutantes. God, that's This a, is all you. I got no idea. Uh, this is, these are all Ed Powers vehicles. A friend of the podcast, Ed Powers. Uh, I like dirty debutantes the most. Because that is uh, real new ends women who were um, picked up from world Jim South's world modeling that day brought to Ed Powers' house and were, and were expected to have sex on camera that day. 
and a lot of them, some of them became very famous, like Aurora Snow and others, but a lot of them were one and doneers, and I love the one and doneers um, because it's real sex, it's real like nerves, it's shyness, it's all everything else, but it's also um, it's interesting to see the Godfather of Gonzo do his work. Um, people might say that Jamie Gillis is the Godfather of Gonzo because of On the Prowl, but On the Prowl is um, pale in comparison to the body of work that Ed Powers has laid forth. Now, uh, more Dirty Debutantes is, and also Dirty Dirty Debutantes, um, is people, like, first-timers that he's had back for a second time. Oh, wow. Um, women who are like, oh, I need more money, or, oh, I'm a porn star now. Right. Um, so that's okay. He did a lot more of that in the... Um, out of the bedroom and in the uh, weird studio that he had for a while that had really bad acoustics. Um, but, and then, so I like the kind of more intense, weirder beginnings. I, my favorite Ed Powers vehicle is bus stop tales <laughs> where he would pick up women from a bus stop with a camera, with a VHS camera running and bring them to his shitty apartment and have sex with them. And it was all real. Um, which I found amazing and has irreparably damaged my brain. Yes. Wow. You. Okay. Not bad. I could talk about Ed Powers all fucking day. We got to talk to Ed Powers. We got to get him on here. He's fucking, he's ready to go. Um, that's all I have for questions. You got one more? Uh, I do. Okay. Well, hold on. Or do you, uh, do you have more? Not one more, but maybe more than one <laughs> maybe. or maybe one or maybe. Well, um, Got shut a question. Tell me to shut the fuck up. Uh, I've got a question from a friend of the podcast, Sheila. And they are asking, what genre is Kings of Leon? Friend of the podcast, Abe, <clears throat> uh, and I came up with an answer. It's not Adam's deck. Hmm. I think some Kings of Leon uh, is Adam's deck. Like, no, no, much, and I knew somebody. That's definitely Adam's deck. I, uh, I just think of all of that as that nightmare era in my mind. So I don't really have a name for it, but like it, it's all classified as nightmare era. <laughs> that is like, from nightmare era. That like the bravery, fucking. Oh um, my god! Yes, uh, uh, and they're calling a cab. Oh, the killers, the killers, yes, Interpol, the night- fucking um, uh, uh, of Montreal, of Montreal. What is? There's one I can't think of off the top of my head. It drives me fucking. The Rapture, nuts. Rapture. Yep, some of those Saddle Creek bands. Yeah, cursive criteria. Criteria. One of the last uh, initial bands. Um, fuck, what is the name of this band? Kasabian, fuck yeah, off. Oh, fuck, god. so bad. Nightmare Era. Nightmare Era. My god. The era, and what? Because it's a nightmare era because they didn't really usher in anything. No, not at all. Or, um, uh, uh oh god, Don't the worst. Look at me that way. Oh no, the worst. Uh, we will be victorious. What band is that? Oh, dun, 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 god, what dun, is dun, that? Dun, 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 that was like. That was oh. like after it. That that was like yeah. a nail in the coffin. It was Muse. Muse, of Muse. Yeah, Muse. Fuck, slit your wrists right now if you own a Muse record. Oh. You ever you ever like read about like people get sent to court for like committing telling people to commit suicide? Yeah. I'm going to court for this. If you own a Muse <laughs> record, slit your fucking wrists. I'll go Holy back. Shit, I'll go back to jail for you. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> domestic violence. Like neighbor domestic violence I've ever heard in my life. When a guy said, "I'll go back to jail for you," mm. and then. 
six hours later, I heard them having sex. Oh. Relationships are fucking mm, weird. Wow. Man. That's her kink. Relationships. Him threatening to go back to jail. Yeah. Holding like, oh. a hammer over her head and threatening to fucking yeah. go back to maximum. Maximum. Right back to max. Right max to back to back to max. Back to the block, man. No protective custody. I won't pull a PC. I don't want to be called out. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> that's all the questions I have. All right. Well. Now a block party. That's a that's a late edition. Block party. Block party. There you go. Um, Nightmare. Nightmares. Okay, we've got. Missed connections. I didn't play our question music. That's, That's all right. I think the question music has run its course. We'll find some new ones. <laughs> really? okay. Oh, look what you did here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, I might have put in another dirty. So it's, it's a big Johnson t shirt. That's great. There you go. And so next good. photo is a baby being baptized. Yes, with I love that. With photo. a monster drink. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not it. It's not it at all. Uh huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Connections, thank you to our associate producer, Hannah, for getting them out to us in record time. I'm looking for that Angry Pepper, Andrew. Angry Pepper. No, are you, what are you for that Angry Pepper? Uh, looking. Looking. That's from bon- Bonnie Lake. Wow. Hi, I'm Bonnie Lake. This is looking for that Angry Pepper. Uh, just got out. <laughs> wow. Just got out. This is my last attempt. If I don't this hear from my last attempt. If I don't hear from your Q or T What? If I don't hear it's called oh god. If I don't hear from your Q or T or whatever you're going by now, then I'm going back to Seminole. This is from Florida. I don't know, this is from Seattle. Wow. Um I will miss you. Hope you're where well, you are, okay. And no, I am not 100% emoji, and I do have three and a place. I'll send the girls the money, because I was keeping my word. Out time at Starbucks. That knot was awesome, and... So we're the beach parties, and first Fridays. Two period ellipsis, space, 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 please cue, I know you're out there. This person needs to go back to Seminole, because Seminole's a place where a person like this dies. My god. This is fucking wow. awful. Looking for that angry pepper. Just got out. Wow. Alright. Uh, how's Spaz doing, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is near Roy. Tacoma. This is all from Tacoma, and Tacoma is known as the fucking terrible sister city of Seattle. Tacoma is known as the Ivory Coast of the Pacific Northwest. Yes, it's known for its Tacoma aroma. And it's also known for the Tommy Lee recording where he uh, the, uh, the, the when Motley Crue played the Tacoma Dome. And he kept he was drunk and kept yelling into the crowd, Tacoma, are you fucking with me? Because wow. he had his fucking weird inflection all wrong. Instead of saying, Tacoma, are you fucking with me? He kept saying, Tacoma, are you fucking with me? It was the fucking best. <laughs> Anyways, how's Spaz doing? I left my cat Spaz with you to take care of over five years ago. I did not know I'd go to prison for five years. Please email me if you see this RL and let me know if he's still around. And if so, how is he doing? Nine period ellipsis signed James dot R. I don't think Spaz remembers you. Spaz might not be doing great anymore. It's been five years. It's a cat. Um, Also, you kind of know you're going to prison for five years. Like, you don't know when exactly, but you have a... If you have the potential to go to prison for five years, you kind of know it. If you are jailed, and then they just then you get in trouble 
Like, Although I guess I don't know. Like, like maybe maybe fucking James R. got drunk and fucking ran over a baby. You know, I guess then you wouldn't. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. Well, I, no. Either way, if you have priors or if you have a warrant out, don't get a cat and don't name it Spaz. Yeah, that doesn't seem mean. Spaz is a good name for Roses. a cat. And plus, you could have called. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you all the time hey. in the world in there. How's Spaz doing? Put him, put him on the phone. <laughs> Where are you? I'm hungry. Um, knitting factory, 10 to 12. There Apparently, there's a knitting factory in Spokane, Washington. Good sense. God. Uh, you are the singer of a band called Suicide Something, and you are beautiful, very different, and sensual sex just spills out of you. Period. Space period. Space I. <laughs> you're in a band called Space Period. You okay? I'm gonna start over. <clears throat> no, space period may be the most embarrassing thing you can put the fucking print. Oh Holy my god! Shit. You are the singer of a band called Space <laughs> Space Period, and you are very beautiful, very different, and sensual sex just spills out of you. That one sounds like a problem. <laughs> if you're not doing like if you're not always doing band shit, you're like, oh, it just keeps spilling out of me. Um, I was in a black skirt and tank top, sleeves of tattoos. Oh boy. Though I am sure you did not notice me, uh, but I could not keep my eyes off of you, and I looked around me and saw others who could not stop looking at you also. I added that also instinctually. Yeah. We should get together. Uh, Update. You, you, go ahead. Go ahead and finish this. <laughs> Update. I am a woman, and please do not contact me unless you are the man I am looking for or know how to find him. So that giant run-on sentence... Yeah. Ends with a space period space lowercase next letter. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just looked around me and saw others who could not stop looking just at you, space period, space lowercase w. We should get together, no period. I also like that the, in the update, I am a woman and unexplained carriage return. Yes, carriage return, <laughs> new paragraph. Carriage return, new, <laughs> new paragraph. paragraph. Please do not contact me unless you are the man I am looking for or uh, or know how to find him, two periods. Oh, neat decisions made by this woman in life. Very cool. Very uh, legal. Fucking your Very sh- cool. It's time for your shift at the spaghetti factory. At fucking Rocky Rococo's Oof. on East Sprague. Dragon Wrangler, Spokane Valley. I noticed a bad dragon sticker in the back window of a silver gray Jeep Wrangler. Stay bad, you freaky dragon wrangler. Thank you, I will. Thanks, I will. Yes, sir, I will. Don't tell me what to do, whore. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, WTF and Atwood. Why, just a capital letter Y, is there only male looking for males on here? We're all the females. Mm. We're, oh, Topeka, no. Kansas, where I'm going next week. Wow, she's very go. good about knowing where I'm going. Yeah, this is excellent. She's the best. Longest keeper fucking posted. <laughs> Why is there only male looking for males on hair? We're all the females. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Atwood. I mean, Atwood. I suppose I could, I could probably answer you if you really want me to. Yeah, it's uh, Spencer. Spencer! Spencer, where are you? I've seen you at Wild Horse. We talked about and laughed about pegging. <laughs> oh, trying to find you. Parentheses, not to peg, lol. I find you interesting and want to be your friend. Don't know if story. <laughs> you were doing so well. Sort of. The parentheses space was yeah, uh, a little I, that, suspect. That was, yeah. LOL. Don't know if story. 
but everyone could use a friend. God damn, stop being so patronizing that this motherfucker who just, just wants to I, be pegged. He just wants to fucking be pegged, man. He just wants to get get a split a harness, 75 bucks, from go to you know, go to the sex shop. I know it's in Topeka, Kansas. I know there's one on every fucking exit of the highway. <laughs> and go to town with your friend. If so, contact me. You don't you won't wanna live W out me around, LOL. Stop sending Spencer Mix signals. He probably is working at a Is that a co- suicide threat? I don't know. This is this is Poor fucking Spencer. Weird. Spencer probably fucking works at a grain elevator yeah, somewhere. Fucking Spencer, move out of Topeka. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Missing man meat. You know, Andrew, I was driving I was taking a shower the other day. And I thought about the fact that I'm missing man meat. Me, black, 6'1", 195, hosting and horny. Pierced tongue, no gag reflex, and a warm, willing, and wanting hall for use. And it gives part of a phone number. You, straight, married man with a hard dick. I need to bust a huge nut with two T's. Nut with two T's. And a curiosity about fucking a fag. Capital F there, too. Hmm. Oh, of course. This is show respect. I mean, hmm. you're, you're using an epithet, but you also... I guess that's true. That kind of... Yeah, right. But it's a gay ad. You're a homosexual, so you have to be like, I want to show you how intense I am on the level and intense I am about this, but I also you want to show... pass. Yeah, but I want to show my... You know, by capitalization, I want to show that it's proper. Uh, another part of the phone number, message me with your stats and or dick pic, and I'll send you my address. So you can stop by, dump a load, and be on your way. <laughs> God. You know, I wish I knew, like, somebody who needed to get rid of a bunch of dirt. I would just right. be like, just dump this shit in their front yard. You know, when you were at Kansas, you had to shit. Or when you were at Target, you had to shit. You could have just gone to fucking Missing Man Meat's house and fucking dumped a load. Yeah. Jesus. Looking for uh, BDSM friends. Who isn't? M. Looking for submissive friends. Any sexual orientation. Welcome. Who also like water sports, pain, and humiliation? What like snowmobile, like uh, like jet skis and shit? <laughs> well, or using like an outrigger, like a yeah, like, a, ca- like a catamaran, right? Water sports. It's, what? uh, what's it called? Slip and slide. Yeah, water polo. <laughs> like uh, or synchronized swimming, right? Like All that- really good. What? What was the What was the Nintendo game where you had to dive? Was it Track and Field Two? That was California games. California games, fuck. Yeah. I was so bad at that. Unreal. Cuck lifestyle. All right. Uh, (laughs) Spoke with the wife the other night. I like how I like I like Craigslist has that level with you. Like, hey, look, I spoke with the wife the other night, and we are wanting to have some fun in the bedroom and make me a cuck. She is twenty three, very pretty and curvy with double D's. Uh oh. Looking to find one clean man who isn't. Uh, bless you. Thank you. Who can really please her? Wow. Possibly even someone to use me. She likes to use her toy on me and wants to see a man do it. But not required. She's really into the humiliation aspect also. Email info pics and tell us why you would be the man for her. Curvy with double D's. Not my bag, man. No, this, um... Toxie comes out when uh, yeah. when, uh, when when you when you throw the shit at me. Toxie comes out. Fucking fatwa. Big time. No, your Allah Abdul Rauf comes out. You're like fatwa. No, uh, Andrew, this might help come in handy when you're in Kansas next. Looking for lactating. Dot dot dot. Ellipsis for some reason. Breasts. I'm thirsty for milk. <laughs> Winky emoji. 
I think this is self-explanatory. Wow, that's a really good quick one. Yeah. I like the winky emoji. Is that the, the, the emoji gets squirted in the eye with milk? <laughs> uh, that's what you're going to look like oh, when I no! fucking spray milk on you. Is this okay? I'm thirsty for milk, and I can't go to the fucking quick stop. I have to wait for somebody to bring their big tit over. All right. We're in Manhattan. We're in oh, my spot. Oh, God. This is Take me. notes, pal. You're going to be here this soon. This is my ad. And you're in luck because Santa misses his female elf. Yeah, he does. Santa had a female elf for Christmas. This is almost a year ago, homeboy. Whoa. Wow. Santa had a female elf for Christmas, and we had a lot of fun. I shower her with lots of... Oh, this is a no punctuation. Oh, yes. Oh, God. I don't know if All I can right. do it. Santa had a female elf for Christmas, and we had a lot of fun. I shower her with lots of presents, and she was a very naughty little girl. If she is reading this, or if this might interest you, let me know, because... Yeah, it, okay, so... <laughs> Dear Santa. Dear Santa. I'm in Manhattan, Kansas this weekend. <laughs> and I'm ready to drop this load. Yeah. <laughs> I need to dump this I want load. Christmas to come see you um, early this year. Is that at all possible? Is this really Santa? LOL. Let me know. LMK, I know you're busy making toys for the world's <laughs> for the world's children. And re- and getting the reindeer into shape to fly inexplicably fly around the world in one night. However, I would like to dump this fucking weak old load. I would like to drain these balls. <laughs> Let me know. Santa, I know you've been really I <laughs> oh man Santa I know you're up against it <laughs> Santa I know you're probably slammed with orders How, I mean Chris after all Christmas is right around the corner and you only have one night to deliver everything a logistical nightmare however I would like to drop this load and drain these balls I do have an 8 inch cock and it's hard this one's called Headache, headache Reliever. I just took Advil, so this is total synchromysticism. God damn it. Bless you. This sucks. All right. Miss the Mature Lady. Lady, parentheses, I-E-S. You just say ladies. It's fine. Yeah, what are you trying to pull off here? I'm going to give this person uh, a gift and say, I'm just going to say, Miss the Mature Ladies that has have the ability to take care of a head what? ache with their hands or mouth. I will say that. Like a good neck massage running around like where the neck and the skull Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, ooh, I like maybe like let's loosen loosen these shoulders up. This is nothing dirty. This is all above board. I mean the ones who are certified and taking care of that problem quickly based on their skills. What? If you have the skills. Read that fucking sentence back, you goddamn idiot. I mean the ones who are certified and taking care of that problem quickly based on their skills. So they have. Imagine putting that to text. This is somebody who says this kind of thing at work all the time. I need somebody, I need a problem solver, somebody who's certified in taking care of that problem quickly based on their skills. I don't let texts that I dictate to Siri as I'm driving go out like that. That's (laughs) fucking insane. If you have the skills, contact me, send stats and pics. This guy is just looking for somebody who's way good at head. Apparently, or giving a massage. I think it's a massage. Based upon their skills. I think that we're kind of going the wrong way thinking that all of these are dirty. That is true. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this this could be taken anyway. This one's called Panty Flash. Yeah, it could be anything. Anyone like to drive around and flash panties or accidentally flash and drive Whoops. around and flash panties? You have to be up really, you have to be on a really, like in a sports car with the T-tops off. And yeah. you have to be a truck driver. And you'd be like, 
hey, like just drive around all day with your panties up. How is that happening? This is such a specific thing. Yeah. Does somebody, anyone like to drive around and flash panties or accidentally flash in a store? M or F that likes wearing and flashing panties. It's such a turn-on to be caught or seen. There are four people on Earth who are into this, and the other three are on different continents. Like, it's not happening, Panty poor, Flash. Poor Panty Flash. Hi, I'm Panty Flash. Panty Flash. My new <laughs> roller derby name. <laughs> Andrew, I can't stress enough that I am... <laughs> red alert. Red, red alert. alert red alert. Meh, meh, red alert. Red alert. Please, this is a message from the Emergency Management Service. I am urgently needing a lesbian experience. <laughs> At this point, I am in absolute need of another woman. Just for fun. And to learn experience. I'm young. But legal. Must host. I will drive for 20... <laughs> attention. Attention. Urgently needing lesbian experience. Attention. Attention. Urgently needing lesbian experience. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. I love toys and would love to suck a clit. Urgently. Urgent. Urgent. Please contact your local sheriff's office. I am in absolute need of another woman just for fun and to learn experience. I'm young but legal. Must host. I will drive. 420 friendly. Bring duct tape. <laughs> Being over 25 would be great. Let's get freaky as fuck. Winky smile. I love toys and would love to suck a clit. Attention. Please send a pic and you'll get mine. Attention. Attention. Over. Oh, uh, my God. Wow. All right. That was, that was incredible. Holy wow, shit. Wow. This person really needs a lesbian experience. My God. God damn it. Uh, farmers only, Byron. Oh, this is... <laughs> Farmer's only Byron is my favorite sentence. Hi, I'm... Hi, you might know me as Farmer's only Byron. That's my new roller derby name, Farmer's only Byron. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> you have a Why pro... Why do I love that so much? It's like cellar door. <laughs> <laughs> farmer's only Byron. You have a profile on Farmer's Capital Only. Wow. You are a avid fisherman. An avid, avid fisherman. Uh, it's been a while since you signed in. I've been sending you messages trying to get you to log on. If you see this posting, please contact me. I don't know how else to contact you. That is the goddamn point. Yeah. This is from Flint, Michigan. Wow. Scary. Oh, fucking, you gotta filter your water, bro. Yeah, please. The water is is getting really bad there. Whew. Um, <clears throat> Attention. Attention. <laughs> Did you win a public storage auction on 10-24? On Thursday, 10-24, an auction took place at public storage on Big Beaver Road. Not kidding. The unit number is 4006. If that's you or know somebody who may have won this auction, lots of sports memorabilia, please contact me. My life, including my latest manuscript and college degree, was in there. I want to buy it back. Signed, Paul. Your entire... Paul, what are you doing? Including my latest... You're storing your latest manuscript and your college degree in a story. That's the stuff you keep in your desk drawer. Or on your goddamn laptop. What are you using? A fucking, like, a typewriter? Well... Oh, let's uh, let's break out the old Underwood and see what happens. Chick, 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 God, chick. I wish I could call this person and be like, "Yeah, I got a uh, managed manuscript and a college oh. degree here." Oh, 
God. Fuck with the, like, dare really dick with this dude. Wow. Like, I don't have your stuff. I just want to know, like, why would you keep your stuff yeah, in there? Would you, we, we do a podcast. We'd love to talk to you about this. Yeah, and it's like 14 bucks a month. You can't swing that? Wow. Andrew, I'm looking for some dirty phone sex. Can okay. you help me out yeah, with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. Um, you called me expecting dirty phone sex and called me dirty names. <laughs> Shocked exclamation point. But I didn't recognize your number, so I hung up and blocked you. Please get back in. T- <laughs> That's how it usually goes down. Please That's get Chicago. <laughs> please get back in touch with me, wow. motherfucker. That's it, there man. Go. Really, really good misconnections this week. Holy shit, farmers only Byron. Wow, so good. You gotta let. Whew. Play out I just on. like the outro. Fading out on its own. All right. All right. So I'm starting to sneeze for some reason. Yeah, I know yeah. what this is, and it's fucking terrible, and I hate it. So why don't we call this episode? Okay. And go blow my nose. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. I urge you to direct your browser immediately to olderghosts.com. Now you've used to, you're used to accessing older ghosts. On Instagram, now it is time to go to OlderGhost.com to find all of your vintage clothing. Vintage clothing. I saw a woman in Target wearing vintage mom jeans the other day. Vintage clothing has officially arrived. She's a worker at Target. She has vintage mom jeans, high waters. OlderGhost.com has officially arrived just in time to bring you all of your uh, winter fashions. At prices that will blow your doors off. Happy birthday to Jesse. Is her birthday today? Forty-five years old. Well, we love her. Oh my! <laughs> no, just kidding. She's not a shade over twenty-five, and we love her for it. That's probably not true either. I don't actually don't know how old she is. <laughs> she's she's from Australia, so there's it's probably some other. It's, it's like, like a different number system like, or some fucking yeah, nonsense. Yeah, it's like 120 or something like that. Um, but here we are, uh, standing at the edge of tomorrow, hoping that we can get our vintage clothes, wondering where to go. Well, I'll tell you where to go. It's olderghosts.com. The models are hot. So are the clothes. You have no reason not to go there. Olderghosts.com. Use the promo code WEIRDFRIEND for 15% off your order. I don't know if that's still going on, but that's what we've been instructed to say. Also, the pride of Oakland, California, Rhetoric Coffee, still going strong. After some research, I discovered that they're still going strong, and I received my coffee. Coffee subscription service. You'll receive coffee to your door every two weeks for the rest of your life, even when you die. Older ghosts. Well, not older ghosts. Fucking RhetoricCoffee.com. Good, Good try. Oh, man. Really fucking, fucking pitchy, striking out the side here. Um, also, DanBassini.com. We've got Dan Bassini. Dot com. He's a photographer. Is with a twist. He uses an old vintage. Speaking of vintage, he uses an old vintage camera. Something like your mother would take with you to Disneyland. A old Yashica or a Pentax. But and you're thinking, wow, this person must not have any money. But he, uh, what he lacks in money, he makes up for with ridiculously amazing photographs. He gets every inch out of that little camera, 35 millimeter. And um, you can see it in now. It's uh, called No Invite Volume 6. It's on his website, danbassini.com. Please purchase this photograph book. And if you use the promo code OMD Mixtape, you'll receive a 15% off your order and 
you'll receive a CD mix made for you by a photographer. I don't know how you could go wrong in that scenario. DanBassini.com. The lineup, OldGhost.com. RetroRectorCoffee.com and also DanBassini.com. Those are only three places you have to go in your life. Fuck Google. Still there instead. Good. That was a really good. Re- wrapped it up very nicely. Dan, love it. Loved it. With a loved bow. Um, that's it. Uh, what episode are we on? 252. 252. So, okay. So, see you next week for 253. Word up. Right? Yeah. Good. Love you guys. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.